Hey, hey, what's up, everyone? Thank you for joining us. We are GFBS, Grand Fork's best source, and welcome to The Great Reset. That's right, John Roberts is on assignment, and we'll be back next week. We wish him the absolute best. Safe travels as he makes his way back here. Uh, today's show is brought to you by Executive Properties. <clears throat> Are you still putting off that project around the house that's been bugging you forever? Do you think you can wait until spring and call a contractor and have the work done ASAP? Well, good luck with that. Executive Properties has openings right now to get that project done. In fact, you can check out their Google reviews. Diane says Executive Properties did a roof project and remodeled a bathroom in our house. We were happy with their quality of work and the projects were completed in a timely manner. We will use Executive Properties for our next home project. Get that project done sooner than later. Call Executive Properties, 701-330-1273. All right, we are back. The best way to tune in and interact with us live is by going to the gfbestsource.com website and clicking on the big Listen Now button on the main page. You can find the Rumble link on the GFBS Facebook page, and you can watch live on the Grand Forks Best Source pages on Twitch, Rumble, Kick and interact there with us in the live chat or call or text in your comments or questions. 701-213-0863. Joining me today is Executive Director of the Midwest Public Health Coalition, David Waterman. Welcome. Thank you very much. Proud clap for you. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you, Dale. It's great to be here. Yes, that's right. Dean Smith here filling in for John Roberts. (laughs) But, oh boy. Um, so we got a lot to go over in the show today. I yeah. always got to kick things off, you know, in honor of John. Well, I got to keep up his tradition with jokes my neighbor tells me. So I, I'll see if my quality of jokes can live up to John's neighbors, see if my neighbor can do the trick. So here we go. All right. What does Paul have to say? All right. So how do trees access the Internet? How do trees access the Internet? I think Internet? it's a pretty simple one if you think about it. I, I saw it. I was like, all right, I got to go with this one. Here we go. Wow, I give up. They log on. <laughs> yes, yes. I like it. Hey, yeah, right. I like that Paul's one. Paul's yeah. shaking his head. Paul's shaking his head. Right. Thumbs up. Because he didn't figure it out before nope. you gave the answer. That's right. That's good. Yeah, yes. I like that. David, how are you doing today? I'm well, thank you. How are you? Doing great. It's, doing uh, great. You, yeah, it's good. It's, it's uh, interesting to see a, a different face across yeah. the microphone. Well, I filled from in John. A, filled, filled in a few times last year when John was on vacation. Yes. So it's always good to mix it up, get into this world it is, here. Right. And it's but it's going to make me feel like I want to talk about movies. <laughs> oh, <you know>? yeah. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Well, we got to have you back on big screens and TV streams, another show on GFBS here. So it's hosted by. Yeah. Hosted by Dale. That rambunctious fellow. <laughs> Exactly. Producer Paul's here. Yo, 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 yo. And uh, I guess I should say here too, we are, I did a post here on the GFBS social media here on Facebook. We are giving away a pair of passes to the Gone Country Midsummer Music Fest. It's going on. Uh, should we play the video or should I just go with the information here? Or? Yeah, I can play the video. Yeah, we got a video here promoting it here. So we're going to have a video telling you all the information about it. And then I'll make sure to say how you can win. So stay tuned here for that commercial. The Midsummer Gone Country Music Fest is happening June 1st through June 3rd in Monaga, Minnesota. 
There's 14 hit country music acts playing over three days like Blackhawk, Colt Ford, Easton Corbett, and more. General admission, in addition to having on-site camping, will be available for RVs and tents. To find out more information about the Midsummer Gone Country Music Fest and how to buy additional tickets, scan the on-screen QR code, check out their Facebook page, or their website at midsummermusicfest.com. All right, and all you have to do to win passes is sometime between now and the end of today's episode of The Great Reset, go over to our website, gfbestsource.com. On the top of the page or right on top of your phone, the browser, uh, there's a Contact Us link on the top of the website. Just click on that, fill out your info, your name, email, all that fun stuff, phone, stating, I want those tickets in the message box. That's all you got to say, and we'll randomly choose a winner by the end of the episode. So, yeah, it's a $300 value, complete access, all three days of the Gone Country Music Fest, like over a dozen bands. You heard the ad. Great value, great bang for your buck. We'll give you a make, uh, reminder of that midway through the show, too. So, all right. So, you know, I'll kind of kind of keep up the same format that John usually does. I'll, I got a few news items here for today, and I'll just throw it to you as I go by each one here just to see what you guys think. Um, you guys up to date on all the latest social medias? <laughs> of course there's not. There's, like, new ones every day. Every day, <laughs> we're, yeah. Ridiculous. We're, we're constantly adding ones for GFBS to get promoted on, so... Um, I know the the one that's more uh, aimed at more younger generations. I, I it's one of the ones I, I tell myself I got to cut myself off on. I can't I can't keep up with them all. TikTok that's that's a big one in the younger generations. I talk to people like especially like twenties and teenagers. That demographic it's huge. But uh, so this made huge news uh, a few days ago. Montana, the state of Montana, became the first state in the country to outlaw the TikTok app. Mm-hmm. So how this is going to work is beginning on January first, they're going to geo uh, kind of do a geo uh, block on the whole state of montana from accessing the tiktok geofence yeah geofence yeah and uh yeah so uh, so they'll be able to tell by where you are in in the state going by your gps on the phone you'll not be able to access it uh governor of montana greg gianforte signed a bill Wednesday banning it in the state to protect Montanans' personal and private data from the Chinese Communist Party, end quote. Uh, So he said the law will potentially fine $10,000 per day for violators (laughs) and including app stores found to host the social media application. So, yeah, and just kind of went on to just kind of go into the details of why, you know, national security being TikTok owned by a Chinese company, the reason why they're not trusting China with the data that TikTok users provide to it. So, um, and TikTok just a couple of days ago responded by challenging the law to, uh, to uh, they appealed it, uh, yeah, citing it violates the Commerce Clause of the U.S. Constitution. So, uh, what do you guys make of this? Do you think it's too much for Montana or maybe a sign of things to come from, from other states? I mean, I, I don't disagree with it. I don't think that they're going to be able to, you know, pull it off i i i mean it seems just like they're just too powerful of a company to just say okay we're just gonna ban it in our state but the one thing that i do think is good about all the social media is that it effectively has destroyed mainstream media mm-hmm. so it doesn't matter what uh the conversation is now people can't get censored because they can always find a new platform to, to put their stuff out on, just like we do. You know, so if YouTube says you can't talk about vaccines or anything like that, well, guess what? 
you can find it on Rumble. And if Rumble doesn't do it, you can find it somewhere else. There's always going to be a new app for people to get the word out and get, get the truth out. And it has effectively killed cable and, like I said, news networks. You're saying what has? TikTok or the, the just, social just, media just apps social, in general? Just social media apps in general. Right. So the question really, I think, is, 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 is TikTok itself, right? I mean, that's got how many users are on TikTok? 150 million? It's, it's constantly about, I growing. Think, I think it's, it's 150 the last time I checked. Yeah, and I, and I, I can't stand TikTok or Reels. I think that is the most dumbing of the nation that we've had right. because everything has to be like, what is it, a 10-second? I or, think a minute is a time limit a, on... Uh, a minute max. But yeah. I, mean, I know on Facebook for Reels it's a minute. I want to say TikTok's the same. And I don't want to put my, my wife on blast or anything, but she constantly sends me Reels, and it's like little how-tos. I mean, some of them are kind of clever, but it's just... A lot of them are these people that are trying to do like motivational speeches or try to say like, you know, some get rich, get rich yeah. quick scheme or something. And, and it's all those just, always work, you know, because you can really figure it out in 60 seconds. Oh, yeah. Boom. And, and, and it's just for yeah. teenagers and stuff, that attention span is it's ridiculous. I mean, it's like crack, you know, because it's oh, Nick, next video, next video. Next video, and then yeah. you can't you can't peel them away from it. So there's right. So there's a there's a psychological aspect that's that's harmful, but there's another aspect that's harmful as well. I wonder how many, just as an as an aside, I wonder how many teenagers there are that think that the word real means like oh yeah this is real, mm-hmm. as opposed to a short clip Minute of video. film from a movie real because that's where it really comes from, right? How do they spell real? R-E-E-L. Yeah, yeah. So a movie reel is what... It's a spin, It's a spool with a spindle on it that the, it winds up the film. Back in the olden days, when movie film... When movie was... Good was old projector on, days. On yep. film, and yeah, a big strip of cellulose, and <laughs> we're so far away from that technology that people don't even know what it means anymore. So, they, oh, that's a cool way to spell real. No, it's an actual device that's used in the film industry for decades but anyway 100 years still isn't something some people still shoot film anyway that's another story for yeah. see i told you it's all right just we, seeing your yeah. face <laughs> it makes me think about movies yeah movies uh, but they, oh gosh yeah but but, but yeah, some some directors still film on unreal the ones i can get away with tarantino and uh, a few others yeah spielberg yep, i spielberg. think spielberg said I will, i'll probably be the last but. director in hollywood shooting on on motion picture film but as far as tiktok is concerned um it, you know there's Keith Cratch, who is the chair and co-founder of the Cratch Institute for Tech Diplomacy at Purdue University, said, if the CCP can weaponize a balloon, think about what it can do with 150 million American TikTok users at its mercy. Warfare is all about gathering intelligence, intelligence on your enemy, right? If you're going to engage in warfare, you want more intel on your enemy than they have on you. You want as much intel as you can, right? And I forgot to mention at the top of the episode, uh, the title for today's episode, which you just kind of segued into, Unrestricted Warfare, the title of today's show. So that's a great segue. I guess I got another couple of news items here. I'll just jump right into the next one. Actually, the host of Common Sense Uncensored, Kit Brennan, brought this up to the studio for a good topic for today's show. Uh, She pointed out the website for me, www.howbad.info. It gathers data from VARES, uh, inputs a lot of uh, various lots from uh, COVID vaccine lots from over the last few years, and 
links it to data pulled from VAERS from the number of illnesses, deaths, and other major and minor symptoms. So I was kind of just, I was looking up just random uh, batch numbers online, just typing them in to see what it is, and it pulls up a bar graph of, you know, deaths, uh, illnesses, pains, uh, uh, flu symptoms, all kinds of various uh, uh, side effects. And so it has all the data there and also has links on that website for uh, other various CDC VAERS analysis, description of all the kinds of illnesses and more data reports and analysis on there. So if you want to look into it and check it out for yourself, it's howbad.info is the website. Also, I see here Aaron, Mc- Aaron, Mc- Aaron Smith. <laughs> yes, Aaron Smith <laughs> McSparron. I'll, I'll crowd clap that. <laughs> she says in the chat here, TikTok is directly trying to indoctrinate and expose kids to porn and confusing agenda. So, oh, that's ridiculous. Yeah, there, there's no sexualization on TikTok no, at all. No, but kids, I, I would have probably been a, a big TikTok user, like influencer right now because when it, when it came out, but when it came out, I thought that it was one of those things that is going to put a virus on your phone, which effectively, probably I, did. I, which effectively, <laughs> I think did. it probably yeah. is doing. Right, but it it was one of those apps that when it first came out, it was like. All you would see were like girls like shaking their boobs or something on the camera, and I'm like, "This is totally uh, a scam." If I download this app, it's going to ruin my phone, and then it effectively just became huge. And yeah. the same thing is going on with uh, OnlyFans. So OnlyFans is like where girls go to sell sex, basically online. You know, and the people pay to have them perform an act. Uh, and then they can chat with them and back and forth or whatever. So that's how this thing started. But now OnlyFans is going into everything. So if, if you're a fan of golfing, there's an you can have oh, an OnlyFans an OnlyFans page about get, about golfing. Get paid private so, lessons or something like so, that. Yeah. So I mean, it's <coughs> it, but it's you have to be. It's kind of like a Patreon thing, uh, you know, from my understanding. I so see. so you can have somebody that's a golf professional. <laughs> And he can have an OnlyFans page, and then the people that are really golf enthusiasts, they can pay to get tips and whatever on the. This is my understanding. I'm not. I'm not on is, OnlyFans, so I don't really understand it. But this you, is what I get. So, the do you know, Paul? It. Is OnlyFans a, is that a Chinese-owned uh, website as well? I don't believe so. You don't know that it is I or it isn't. I don't. I'll, yeah. uh, well, I'll look it up now. Okay. Yeah, fact check so, out. Erin McSparren has her her verdict of OnlyFans. She says it equals prostituting prostitute themselves. That's what OnlyFans is. So. Yeah, but that can't be true because a prostitute is is a woman who has sex for money, whereas in OnlyFans, the girls you pay them to do sexual things for money. Totally different. Totally different, I think, <laughs> so, somehow. Two other news items somehow. here. I'll throw it to you guys here to see what you think here. Um, I don't know if you saw this. I was just catching up on this. This happened last night. A uh, person crashed a U-Haul truck into a security barrier near the White House on Monday night. Uh, authorities are investigating a potentially international incident. I'm probably going to uh, mispronounce the name here, but the person they arrested, Sai Vorsheath, Kandula, age 19, of Chesterfield, Missouri, is in custody and facing multiple charges, including threatening to kill or harm the president, vice president, or a family member, the U.S. Park Police stated. Uh, Secret Service said there were no injuries to any agency or White House House personnel, and after the crash, 
crash, the truck was searched thoroughly by bomb technicians and technicians, and no explosives or incendiary devices were found. Did anything happen to catch us in the news cycle last night? No, it crashed into one of the barriers. Yep. One of the yep. It, it ended up. It, it tried to make a. It was kind of parked along a side street, a corresponding street, and then it tried to make a run for it, but it crashed into one of those. You know, like at the Air Force Base, they got those pop-up ballers. Ballards, yep. yeah. It crashed into one of those. So. Okay. Yeah, you really? know how far those are away from the White House? Itself? Oh, I know, very far. <laughs> it's like hundreds of feet. I don't know. I mean, they, they keep getting, the barriers keep getting farther and farther and farther away from the White House all the time. I don't know why, because walls don't work. I'm... <laughs> but hey, really quickly, I, I'm going to go back. OnlyFans is an internet content subscription service based in London, United Kingdom. The service is used primarily by sex workers who produce pornography, but also hosts the work of other content creators such as physical fitness experts and musicians. And London, you know, it's kind of ironic because that's one of the most surveillance uh, metro areas in the entire world. Do you know why? And, and isn't prostitution legal in London? Do you know where? I don't. I don't know. It's I Am- haven't been there where, for a long where's time. Am- where's Amsterdam? Yeah, isn't that's, that uh, Netherlands? That's right? in the Netherlands. Yeah. Okay. So. Um, yeah, I uh, I was a little kid when I was last in England. Um, I don't I I don't think maybe it is maybe they have a red light district where it's legal, but last I time. they do in Amsterdam for sure. Special um, closed off area possibly. But 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 if Bill Gates gets his way and and George Soros and those other guys, it'll be legal everywhere. All right, final news item I have for you guys: President Joe Biden and House Speaker Kevin McCarthy met at the White House just ten days left to head off a potential debt default. Uh, Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen reaffirmed the June 1st date as the earliest that the U.S. could be at serious risk of debt default, and both Biden and McCarthy acknowledged that uh, they need to come to a compromise here to reach a middle ground. To, quote, uh, McCarthy said, quote, come back together and work through the night on a compromise deal. Uh, quote, the president and I know the deadline, so I think we're going to talk every day until we get this done. So just to put that in context, um, everybody that has a credit card understands that you have a credit limit, right, with your card. So you get a card and you've got a $5,000 limit or a $10,000 limit or whatever. And if you go over the limit, then there are penalties and fines or, and the card stops working, right? So that's, that's, a, that's, a, that's what they're talking about. What they call the debt ceiling, if that was a personal deal, it would be your credit card limit, right? So you can't spend more than this much. In other words, you can't go into debt more than $10,000. And so what they're talking about doing is, and then if, you, if, you, if you're a good credit card user and you show yourself to be responsible, you can call the credit card company or email them or text them or whatever and say, could we increase my limit? Because I, I, I'd like to buy something that's $12,000. So, excuse me, I'd like to increase my, my credit card limit to... Uh, 15000 just so I have a little extra space. Uh, by the, but you pay it off. That's, that's how credit cards work. What, what happens is the United States continually, continually spends money that it doesn't have, but they don't, call it, <clears throat> they don't call it a credit card limit, even though that's kind of what it is. Mm-hmm. They call it a debt ceiling. We can't, in other words, we can't go into debt any more than $2 trillion dollars. Oh, we're what we're two trillion in debt? Yeah, but yeah, well, we'd like yeah. it to be it's two and a half trillion. A lot of zeros. We'd like to actually be able to go more deeper into debt than we already are. But Congress has to approve that, so that's the debt ceiling that they're talking about. And there's and and 
I know, just like credit cards. I know in my <clears throat> younger kicking. my younger learning days, it seemed like the the closer I would be like, okay, I got to cut myself off. I'm almost at my credit card limit. But then the credit card company is, is I would get a letter saying, "Good news, we raised the limit for you automatically." <laughs> and back my mind, I'm like, oh no. And that's kind of more or less what the U.S. has been doing the last. I, this seems to come up in the news cycle every couple of years. And you know, it wouldn't raise automatically, but they come to some kind of deal to keep raising it, keep raising it, or yes. find some kind of last minute bailout to. Uh, I don't know. But you, so we can you guys, keep overspending. So we can keep overspending. Yeah. yeah, you're missing a key factor in this. It's not that you're raising your debt ceiling or your credit card limit, you know, so you have those extra funds. It's because you already hit your credit card maximum limit, yeah. and you can't pay it off, right. and you need more money, right. so you say, give me more, more debt. Credit. Right, exactly. Give, yeah. yeah, just give me more debt so I, so I can just not pay that off that's, either. That's exactly it. Because you say, you know what, I, I just crashed my last five uh, Lamborghinis and I need to buy five more because yep. uh, I ruined the last ones I bought on credit. And then that's uh, how our but, government works. But it's also there's more to it because with my credit card, you know, I have to pay that off. But what they do is they say, you have to pay it off. Yeah, right. Exactly. I'm going to raise my credit card limit, yeah. and, and you're going to pay, pay it off. Right. That's how it works. Right. So it's so so. A lot of people, I think, don't really understand that the government does not have any money. Right. They don't have money. They print it, but they don't actually have money. They don't generate funds. The way that they get money is from us. They take it from taxpayers, and it's right to pay taxes. But it's not right to pay taxes for wicked, evil things, which are government does all the time and it's not right to pay taxes so that they can waste it the way that they do and it's it's hideous hideous waste uh of our money and and they're not and, and they're the u.s government has in terms of the way that they operate and the things that they do it they've gone so far off the farm in terms of their actual uh original purpose the purpose for having a government i mean there's really only one purpose to have a government and that is to make sure that the people are secure in their homes papers and effects that, that, that we don't have to worry about a foreign government coming in and attacking us and taking over. We don't have to worry about another state attacking us and taking over. We don't have to worry about a neighbor attacking us and taking over. They're going to protect us. That's really the government function. It is to, to provide a, a, a system of laws and, and, uh, and a judicial system that allows people who are accused of breaking those laws to receive a fair trial to determine whether or not they actually did break the law, and if so, what will the penalty be for that person based on the circumstances? Well, That's the government's function, right? It, the government's function is not to give you free money because you lost your job, or it's not to punish this group of people and reward that group of people based on the color of their skin or anything else. The function of the government is to protect the citizens and make sure that society runs smoothly according to the the moral laws that our country was based on right so you can't kill your neighbor or torture his cat or do any of those other things those things are illegal you can't cheat someone in a business deal that's illegal so we're well we're what several days away from the june 1st deadline what, just over 10 days away so we'll have to see a last minute deal a couple days couple hours how far it ends up being what comes through or who knows, delayed. We shall see. But that's all I have today. David, unrestricted warfare, where would you like to start off today? Well, I just want to start by defining it. Uh, what is, let's say, do you, have you ever been a, a, a 
ultimate. What do they call those guys? Mixed martial arts. What's the other kind of fighting that they have? I don't oh, mixed martial fighting. art. I don't watch. Fighting. Yeah, mixed martial arts. Uh, UFC. It compromises. UFC. A, 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 yeah, a variety of styles. Like, I mean, there's jujitsu, karate. What's UFC? Uh, Ultimate that, Fighting Championship. That's mixed, mixed, yep. mixed martial arts. Mixed oh, martial arts. Yeah. Okay, so let's say well, that, that was basically just jujitsu. But jujitsu. Well, yeah, that, that's the dominant. But, but one, that, yeah. that's a whole other conversation. Yeah. So <laughs> it's not. It's not. It's not boxing. I mean, they can use. Oh, feet, boxing. Can, boxing is a mixed martial art. Yeah. No. But, no. Boxing is a. Is, Kickboxing, so martial arts. No, no, boxing. You have, you have boxing, you I'm have jujitsu, yeah. you have karate, you have but, taekwondo, all but of I'm, them I'm together. I'm talking about like, um, like you know, Tyson and uh, Ali, those guys, boxing. Yeah, that's I mean, just boxing. That's, that's that, boxing. That, yeah, right? that's, that's boxing. That's what I'm talking about, yeah. boxing. I don't watch boxing either. But, but let's say that we're going to have a, a boxing match between Paul and Dale. Okay? Dean. Paul against Dean. <laughs> Paul against Dean, right? And here's how we here's how we do it. I say Paul. Now I'm I'm looking at you guys. I don't know which one of you would be more skilled in that. I can I can take a guess, but okay. <laughs> so so Dean is pointing to Paul. So so let's say so so Paul, hear me out on this because I I need I'm going to ask you a question when I'm done. So you've got to follow this, right? Yeah, I'm listening. Okay. So you, you get your gloves on. We're going to check your gloves, make sure there are no heavy objects in there or anything. They're going to be safe. They're going to be regulation gloves, right? Uh, have you noticed that boxers, they wear those, those fancy shorts, those silk shorts? I always have them hiked up like they're, you know, 80 years old or way up here. Well, why do they do that? Why do they hike their shorts up so high and up? In a boxing match, I'm, I guess I'm not an experienced boxer. I couldn't tell you, so they don't get punched low. Well, because one of the rules in boxing is no hitting below the belt. Yep. Yeah, okay? low, low, low. You yep. can hit someone in the stomach, but you can't hit in the chest. You can anywhere from the belt up, but you can't hit below the belt. So they, so it, it, it pays for them to have the belt as high as possible. That's my analysis, anyway. So here's what we do: we say, okay, here's here's how it's going to be, Paul. No kicking, no hitting below the belt, no biting. No, you can't grab and twist in his ears. You can't do that stuff. You keep your gloves on and, and, and make this a fair fight, okay? No Mike Tyson ear biting. When I blow the whistle, you stop, okay? That's it. So just do a good, just let's make it a good fair boxing match. Okay. Yeah, so. Dean, <laughs> here's the deal. No holds barred. You can do anything you want. Hit above the belt, below the belt, under the belt, whatever you want. You can bite, kick, scratch, poke. You can take your gloves off. You can grab onto anything you want in order to beat this guy, okay? Bring a still chair in the ring. Bring a chair, chair <laughs> bring a knife, bring whatever you want. I mean, you can use tools, implements, anything you want. You can throw sand in his eyes. You can hit him over the head with a club. You can do whatever Blaming you want. Okay? tables. You want anything, really pretty much anything. Um, gas, you can use, you know, poison gas. You can, uh, you can use bullets if you really, oh, if you no. prefer. I mean, <laughs> that probably wouldn't be good, but because there are people in the audience who are watching, so don't do that. But, but pretty much anything else, you know, blades, clubs, rocks, whatever you want. Okay. Anything okay, but ready. bullets. <laughs> ready. Okay. Ready. Now, no, no, Dean, at the beginning of this, you, you, you said you thought that in, in a boxing ring that Paul would win. But now that I've outlined the rules of the game, he's got to obey all of them. You've got to obey none of them. 
Now who do you think is going to win? Paul, who do you think is going to win? Me. Well, All right, I mean, well, Paul. Well, we're talking about movie Paul, Paul. analogies. I keep thinking of uh, Indiana Jones, Temple of Doom, where you know you don't bring a gun to a knife fight. I was th- <laughs> I was thinking more of um, the Foot Fist Way. Oh, Foot Fist Way. Yes, yes. Oh my gosh. He's a Taekwondo instructor, and he has this old lady, and he's she's showing her this combo, and he's uh, having her spar against this like college football player, and. <laughs> He tells the college football player, he's like, you know, I think me and Marge know that you can't beat this combination. So Marge is going to throw this combination. Jeff, no holds barred. <laughs> Anything goes. And he just beats the crap out of this old lady. No. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a comedy. I mean, it's, I but it's, it's so funny. I though. See. Okay. So, so realistically, though. Right, right. If, if, if Dean can do anything he wants... I'm sorry, Paul. You, regardless how good you might think you are, you don't stand a chance because you're because he's not an old lady. First of all, you're you're relatively close in size and stature, um, and he would win unless you are incredibly careful. All he'd have to do is run around me. I'd run out of breath. <laughs> <laughs> this guy runs marathons. Oh. Give me two minutes, I'd be on the. Ground so, gasping. So, so yeah. anyway, that's a long way of saying that you're playing by the rules and he is engaging in unrestrictive fighting against you. He's not restricted in any way. He can do whatever he wants. He can use ropes. He can use yeah. belt. Like I said, uh, he can start off with a hammer. Right? What are you going to do? You, you, can only hand, you can only hold out for so long. Unrestricted warfare is what we are being engaged by every single day in America by our enemy. The United States is the guy with the gloves who's trying to play by the rules. The CCP is the one that's got the knives, the bats, the, 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 the clubs, the, 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 po- the poison, everything. They've got everything, and they use it. And unrestricted warfare is not a term that I came up with. That's a term that the CCP came up with. The CCP openly admits, well, they kind of are open about it now, uh, that they're engaged in unrestricted warfare against the United States. Excuse we me. are their enemy. I'm not talking about the Chinese people. I'm talking about the Chinese Communist Party. Uh, if it just, just, just to give a shout out to uh, my good buddies at the Epic Times, I don't know any of them, by the way. Um, they have produced the probably most comprehensive documentary on this war against the United States by the CCP. It's an hour and a half long. Uh, it stars Joshua, Joshua Phillips. And if you subscribe to Epic TV, just so you can watch that documentary, that hour and a half long documentary. You call what it's titled? It is worth it. I, you know, I had a feeling that you were going to ask me that. And uh, no, I don't. I to ask in case people listening on demand. I don't. Do you know what it's titled? I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. No, I'm sorry. I don't. I was going to look that up before I came on the show. In fact, I was going to bring my, uh, I was going to bring my, um, my laptop with me, and I could show you a little bit of it. But I... Uh, let me find it here. I'll, I'll, I'll Sorry, search. I can, I can my... do a quick search here too if you want to fill us in a yeah, little more about great. it here. So it's so what they do is the 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 Epic Times on Epic TV. Let me see if I've got it here. Um, they interview uh, the the key the top. I mean experts on China. Gordon Chang is one of the guys. Gordon Chang wrote a book called uh, "The Coming Collapse of China." 
And that's the coming collapse of China if China doesn't succeed in causing America to, America to collapse first. Um, he interviewed former military and intelligence officers who have been studying the Chinese approach for decades. All of them say the same thing. I think I have the title here, David. China is our number one enemy. Thank you. That's uh, the title. The Final War? The Final War. That's it. That's it. The Final War. And we're in it right now. And we've been in it for decades. You mentioned TikTok. China has been studying American culture for decades. I'm talking decades. You know, a decade is 10 years. So two decades is 20. Three is 30. They've been studying American culture for at least 40 years. Maybe longer. They know, everything more, they know more about Americans than we know about ourselves because they've been paying attention. And they've been doing it because... They have a goal, and the goal is to destroy us using our weaknesses, using our vices, using our, uh, our goals and our aspirations, the things that we consider pleasurable. They're going to use that. Unrestricted warfare means they use economic warfare, they use political warfare, they use social warfare, they use family warfare, they use uh, educational warfare. These methods have been, have been perpetrated on the United States by thousands of Chinese agents for decades in America. And we haven't seen it coming because when someone's giving you what you want, you just are happy about it, right? It's the Hansel and Gretel story, right? Hansel and Gretel find the woman, the old wicked witch, who's going to boil them alive and then eat them. And, but they think she's great because they're giving, she's giving them candy and cookies and she lives in a gingerbread house. All kinds of tasty treats. Yeah. I wonder if they could find those tasty treats from our friends at Oh for Heaven's Cakes, where there's nothing better than treating yourself to some good homemade baked goods. And that's where Oh for Heaven's Cakes comes in. They have the best cupcakes for special occasions or just a treat. I know usually on Wednesdays I make my weekly trip over there and I always pick out a random one or every now and again just a go-to favorite. Uh, I believe last week I had a go-to favorite, the peanut butter Reese's Cupcake. So it was my, my weekly escape over there. You can't go wrong. Uh, if you're a business owner and want to treat your employees, you got to make sure to check out all kinds of employee discounts they offer for big orders. Over Heaven's Cakes, they're located on the north back side of the Grand Cities Mall, and they're open Tuesday through Friday from 10 to 4, and on Saturdays from 9 to noon. You can call them up at 701-757-CAKE. That's 701-757-2253, or email them overheavenscakes at yahoo.com. I know some places are still doing graduations. They are still taking last-minute graduation pre-orders for cakes. This is their busiest time of the year, they tell me, so they'll make sure to go all their way to take care of you. Be a beautiful cupcake in a world full of muffins. That's O for Heaven's Cakes in the Grand Cities Mall. All right. So, David, I, thank you for teaming me up there at the Hansel and welcome. Gretel there. <laughs> right. So, the, so, the, so the, the, the problem is, if you don't know you're being attacked... You're not going to defend yourself. I'm not the only one that's saying this, thankfully. Like I said, the, the Epic Times did a phenomenal job producing that video, The Final War. Is that? Yep. That's right. Yeah. Um, there are others. Uh, Gordon Chang has been writing about this for years. More and more people are beginning to wake up, but most people just want the, the cheap stuff. 
They want their entertainment. Hollywood is completely, uh, completely um, infiltrated Hollywood. They've completely infiltrated the news media. Uh, one of the experts in that documentary says quite, quite um, boldly that 90% of what you hear on the news, 90% of what you hear on the news networks is a pro-Chinese position. Well, and that they actually, that the things that they're reporting actually feed directly into the Chinese narrative, the Chinese propaganda that, that, that Beijing wants Americans to hear. 90%. That's huge. And yep. people think they're listening to news. Yeah, Dave, there's so many follow-ups I can ask here. I'll just throw a couple of these things at you yep. here. Um, it seems like if a uh, Hollywood celebrity or, or person of power, uh, a major public figure, if they state a position that somehow, you know, causes China to really, you've seen a few examples of, that, of this in recent years, uh, you get offended at that. The, you'll see the public figure make some kind of, uh, uh, you know, they'll retract their statement. John, C- this happened to John Cena. Uh, like yes. he was promoting, I think, Fast and Furious 9. Not the new one that just came out, the one from a couple years ago. And he was just talking about uh, just countries, uh, the movie was opening and where they filmed it at, because it's like they filmed it all over the world and it airs, they do huge overseas, and he was just talking about, right. all he said was something along the lines of, he was just naming countries where the film was first opening in, and he just mentioned Taiwan. And just naming the country Taiwan hugely offended China, because of uh, people that don't know, China still, they claim Taiwan is theirs, even though there's this huge... But it's not. Yeah. Officially, it's not, but like just him recognizing Taiwan as its own independent country offended China, and so uh, John Cena actually issued a a retractment, uh, taking it back, and and he actually knows Chinese. Yeah, formally apologizing in Chinese. Yeah. So uh, He doesn't speak Chinese. He was just given that that script. No, no, he actually does speak Chinese. No way. No, he... I'm a... I'm a dumb wrestling nut. Uh, so he, John Cena went out of his way to learn Chinese to increase w, when he was more of a full time with WWE to increase WWE's global presence in China because they want wow. that big China market. Really? So he actually wow. went out of his way to learn Chinese. Yeah. So which one is he? Because I've I, my son was a big Fast and Furious fan. He showed me some of the. He's in the last films. couple uh, Fast and Furious movies. The ninth and the new tenth one. He's uh, he's like the brother of Vin Diesel's character's brother in that movie, and he was also in like the the firefighter movie and a bunch of other Bumblebee. He was in that and and mm-hmm. like a bunch he's, of other movies. Wasn't he like the Marine? Yeah, the Marine. All the, yeah, he was the first Marine. Oh, and uh, okay. he originally had the rap him, artist. He's in, he's in the commercials for, um, oh, yeah, he's, uh, what is it, Allstate or something? Not Allstate. Um, I, he's doing a lot of commercials lately, yeah. Yeah. I'm sure you, I'm sure if you've seen his face, you'd be yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I'm sure if you see a photo of him, you'd be like, oh, yeah, that guy, yeah. Yeah, he's everywhere. Yeah. He's, he's in all kinds of stuff. Yeah. So, so he issued a retraction mm-hmm. because he offended China. Yep. I, I, I'm old enough to remember that just 10 years ago, 20 years ago, certainly, that concept would have been preposterous to any American citizen. Preposterous. What? Going to apologize because China, this communist country didn't like something that I said? Tough. Tough beans. I know this has happened in, in the NBA also in recent years because I, I think, I can't remember the exact example, but it was something oh, along yeah. the lines of... 
I, I can't remember if it was like a certain NBA player or like uh, some organization started doing something that offended China and China just straight up said they were going to stop carrying all NBA apparel or yes. apparel related to That's a certain right. team. And then that got the player yeah. or the team or the NBA re- reps to retract. To, to, to apologize. Yeah. And I used to like John Cena. Now that I see him, I know who that guy is. I've seen him in some movies and I thought, wow, he's, he's actually pretty good. Uh, pretty buff. Pretty, you know. But no. He's actually, I think he looks like Ernest on steroids. But, but, <laughs> yeah. but, but you know what? You know what? You know what John Cena really is. And if he was here in the room, I would say the same thing. He's a sissy. I wouldn't go that far. He is. I think no. he's actually a marine. He, I don't. I don't. He's this. No. no, he's not. He's, no, no, no. Listen to me. He's a sissy. He's a sissy boy. He's got no backbone whatsoever. He has no strength, no masculinity. If he kowtows to a communist dictatorship that 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 actively oppresses and destroys its own people. And that's what the CCP does. And he's, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. No, you can't do that. I'm sorry, John Cena. Come on the show. I'll take you on. Not not, not physically. Let's, let's go mentally, okay? Let's see if you can hold your own. Because that's destroying America. The Gap, you know the, who The Gap is? The clothing company? Yep. They put out some T-shirts, Oh, this is, we're going to be cool. We're going to be hip. We're going to be woke. With China, the map, the, you know, like a map of China on the t-shirts, China said they were all offended because it didn't, it didn't include Taiwan, didn't include Tibet, didn't include the South China Sea. So China said, oh, very, very bad. Very bad. Oh, you must uh, issue a retraction, apology for that. So they did. Oh, we're so sorry. We oh, we made a big mistake. We're going to pull the t-shirts. We we made a big mistake by not including. T- no, Taiwan doesn't belong to you, China. They don't belong to the CCP. And it, it the, seems like most countries. I want to say didn't U.S. Uh, reps recently in like recent months earlier this year, they're asking uh, United States officials' stance on what. Taiwan, do they recognize its independence? I think they just they took a neutral stance. I want to say, correct? If, or am I, am if, I off if there? If President Trump was still in office, which he should be, China wouldn't even be beginning to suggest that they're going to take Taiwan if, but because he'd say, "No, you're not." Well, just like when he was on CNN, she was saying, "Well, what would you, you know, what do you think about the war in Ukraine?" And you said. There wouldn't be one if I was president. Exactly, that's true. If pre- if if President Trump was in the White House right now, um, China wouldn't even think about it, and he would have no. He'd have no. That's why China had to get him out. That's why when they did the forensic analysis of the computer, the voting machines that, that said that the that there are all these packets of information sending back and forth to China and to other countries that are connected to China, because China. They know that they can't beat President Trump. He's too tough. So China has completely compromised the federal government. They've compromised local and state governments. And we're seeing the result uh, very soon. Their goal, I believe, is to own the United States by, by 2043. You know, and I, I think that uh, they have a lot of influence on a lot of the stuff that we're seeing right now uh because one of the things that we brought up not um, influence i'm sorry paul not influence control yeah they don't influence it they control it while you're alive then they just uh they they, then they send you off to wherever and and what you're talking about too i mean with um you know like walmart you know that we were just talking about um that 
everything that they get is pretty much made in China. So they're effectively, you know, in the, what is it, uh, the uh, wallet or the pocket, in the pockets of China because they need their product in order to sell it. If they didn't sell anything that was Chinese made, they would have a store the size of the studio. Now, so if, so now when, uh, if, you know, China takes over, well, everything is effectively made in China that is in this store. So they'll just come, come in and say, well, we're not going to give you any of our products that are made, if, unless they are made in the U.S. And which, you, like you said, which you would effectively completely put them out of business. And so they'll just say, okay, well, I tell you what, you just sell us your company and then we'll be able to put our products in here for all you Americans that you want to enjoy and everything. So if you want that iPhone, well, you're going to have to get it. But now it's going to be under our uh, LLC or whatever it is. And Walmart, bye. That's going to be Walmart CCP. I don't know. But you, get, you get my point. Yeah, I, I think that most Americans, because we've never been taken over by a hostile country, we, we have a hard time even envisioning what that would be like. We have a hard time thinking about that, what I, that would think, look like. I think people have a really hard time understanding that if China decides to cut us off, we are going to be without a lot of stuff. I mean, we saw it during COVID just with the, uh, the computer chips for cars. That's why, I mean, we couldn't get, we had all these, these <clears throat> nobody could get a car because none of them could drive because they, they weren't producing the chips to make the cars drive in America. They were all coming out of China. So here's the, so here's the, here's the question. Are we afraid of China cutting us off or are we willing to cut China off? Because they need American dollars. I, I think America they is absolutely. afraid that China will cut us off. I don't, I don't mean like us in the room. I mean the the majority of Americans and especially the stores and politicians. I hope you're I hope you're wrong about that, Paul. Because I if guarantee you, if I put if I take one kid, uh, anybody that's from age fifteen mm-hmm. to say thirty, and I say we're going to cut off China, so you're going to need to give me your iPhone. What do you think they're going to do? Oh yeah, well they'll freak out, of course, right? Katie, they'll, they'll, that they'll, they'll be like, well, I'm going to go with China because I want my phone. Yeah. Except that we don't need China. Well, they don't know that. Right. But we don't need China. The fact is China needs us. And if we cut off China, look, I've got an iPhone. Yeah, I know it was made in China. But look, this is a big, this is a huge fight. This is a huge fight. This is a war. It's a war that we've been losing for years, for decades. We've been losing the war. China has been gaining. China has been increasing. You watch the video, you'll go, wow, is that real? And the video, and they, in that documentary, The Final War, they're very open about it. They say, we haven't even scratched the surface of what's really going on. We haven't even, this is not even the tip of the iceberg, what China's doing in America. They control so much of our everyday lives, how we live, what we watch, what we think, how we communicate with each other, that's all controlled by China. Mm-hmm. And they are slowly but surely decimating our ability to think for ourselves, to even recognize what the difference is between reality and fiction. Truth versus error. I talked to a woman, I, I mentioned this last week, 
I said, well, you know, you've, you've got to know the truth. And she said, whose truth? That's a Chinese communist tactic. Whose truth? What do you mean whose truth? There's no such thing as whose truth. Mm-hmm. It's truth or, or, or it's fiction. It's either true or it's a lie. I don't think- it's one or the other. I mean, there, there's no in between. There is no whose truth. Well, I, I, I just don't think people understand the scope of how no. far they've gotten into things. I mean, this was years ago. But, you know, now cars, they come standard with, like, the lane departure and all that kind of stuff where the car can kind of, like, steer itself or it can sense if it's about to, uh, you know, if it's on cruise control, it'll slow itself down if it sees another car coming in front of it. This was probably, like, five or six years ago. Somebody hacked a Jeep and took control of the Jeep while somebody was driving it. Well, so they literally, yeah, they just, right from their laptop. Well, we, were, we were talking about Fast and Furious earlier. As ridiculous as those movies can get with some of their action scenes, there was a over-exaggerated instance of that a couple movies ago, probably, what, seven, eight years ago when it first aired, that where it showed a flood of c- smart cars, the first wave of smart cars, getting hacked and controlled by the villain of the movie. Yeah. Interesting. But, but so people can... That was an actual movie. Mm-hmm. That was one of the... Fa- yeah, that's... But... <laughs> Yeah, but no, I mean, it, but that's real. I mean, that they can, they can, they can do that. What happens if China decides they want to just turn our cars off? That's my point, right? Like people don't realize the scope of like all that technology is in everything that we use, right. and you don't think that they put in a one of those back uh, backdoor passcodes or something to oh, yeah. be able to take everything oh, over, right? Of course, of you course know. they do. So, so my my recommendation, my approach, and my behavior is, if I can buy a product that's made anywhere other than China. I will, uh, especially if it's made in China. There you go. Yeah, like those shoes you have there on your feet, which were made in Texas, by the way. Oh, might as well just roll it right into that yeah, one. Yeah, I was going to say, way, actually, was, uh, yeah. If you want to go to my camera, I was showing these there bad you. boys off. Yeah, there you go. I'm so, not that well, flexible to Dean. <laughs> Sass shoes. Brought, I say yes. And Paul picked those up from our next sponsor here, our friends at Churchill Shoes. We'll have a word from them right now. Churchill Shoes has moved. One of the largest SAS dealers in the upper Midwest is now in the Grand Cities Mall and ready to find you a pair of shoes that you will love. At Churchill Shoes, they measure both feet to make sure you're getting the proper fit. They carry men's and women's styles and offer free special orders when shoes aren't in stock and free in-town delivery. Churchill Shoes has operated in Grand Forks for over 65 years and over 75 years of shoe fitting experience on their staff and can cater to all of your footwear needs. Open Monday through Friday from 9 to 5 and Saturday from 9 to 3. Call 701-772-8256 or online at churchillshoesnd.com. Next time you're in need of footwear, give us a try. Your feet will be glad you did. Churchill Shoes in the Grand Cities Mall. That wasn't five. (laughs) Close enough to five. But... uh... Also, so, yeah, Churchill Shoes in the Grand Cities Mall also, too, are looking for more entries, too, for giving away a pair of passes to the Gone Country Midsummer Music Fest. All you got to do, go to the top of the gfbestsource.com website, click on the Contact Us link on the top of the website, fill out your, your name, your info there, just say in the message, I want those tickets. You get a pair, and you'll be entered to win at random at the end of the show here in about 15, 10, 15 minutes here, uh, a pair of passes for three days at the Gone Country Music Fest, June 1st through 3rd, $300 value. Go to the gfbestsource.com website, hit the Contact Us link, fill out your info, and you'll be entered to win. Let me know when I can enter to win a pair of those shoes. Because <laughs> I, I, I'm telling you, I'm going to tell you something. The next pair of shoes I buy <clears throat> will be SAS shoes. I went over to Churchill's uh, a couple of weeks ago after yep. you showed me your shoes, and I looked at them. They've got a great selection of shoes. 
They really do. I talked to the owner, and um, <clears throat> yeah, I'm gonna. That, I, I will actually well made. <clears throat> made in America. Yeah. You know what SAS stands for? No. San Antonio Shoes. Oh, really? Mm. San Antonio Shoe Company. Yeah, that's who they are. San Antonio Shoes. They're all made oh. in San Antonio, Texas. Yeah, by Americans. <laughs> Learning so, something new. I had no idea. And they're very, very well made. They're supposed to be some of the most comfortable. They don't give them away, but they're some of the most comfortable. Here's the question. Our founding fathers <clears throat> sacrificed their lives. They pledged their lives, their fortunes, their sacred honor to fight to provide freedom, a free land for us what are we willing to sacrifice to keep it in honor of them i think the least we could do is sacrifice some extra ching you know pay over a little bit more cash so we can keep it in america to support americans and american companies and say sayonara (laughs) that's not chinese to the Chinese Communist Party. We're, look, I, I love China. I've got a friend who's China. I've got several friends who were either... Uh, it, it, the, the issue is not... It's not xenophobia. It's that the CCP is a cancer on the world, and it's a cancer on its own country. It is, the CCP is destroying its own people. They live under constant fear. Unless they tow the party line all the time and do everything that they're told because they get cameras everywhere watching you, tracking you, following you, grading you so that you either get reduced privileges or increased privileges. You, you, uh, you, you made me think of something that uh, this is going to maybe sound a little bit ridiculous. but So when you think of you know these SAS shoes or something that's American-made, that's what wins wars. And, yes. and stuff like that. Because I think back to like when my dad was in Vietnam, he has no hair on his calves at all because of the boots that they wore in Vietnam. It just completely wear, rubbed the rub, rub, I mean, wow. just rubbed it completely dry. And that was, you know, a very common thing. So even though, you know, if you have 10,000 Chinese troops that come into North Dakota against 2,000 American, well, the American ones are going to have really well-made winter coats, really well-made winter boots, really well-made everything that was made in America. If, and the Chinese ones, they're just going to be made of crap. And so they're going to lose two-thirds of their army just from freezing because they can't make a quality product. Except that they have destroyed the product that matters most. And that's the American mind and the American will to fight. That's what they've been working on for decades, destroying our minds and our will to fight. Why would young people in America fight for a country that's racist, homophobic, xenophobic, um, uh, uh, imperialist, uh, that, you know, pro-slave? Why would they fight for a country like that? Why, we're an evil country. The United States of America is a totally evil country, always has been, always will be, needs to be changed. That's the line that's being pumped into the soft, squishy heads of millions of American children every single day in the public schools. In one form or another, that is the message. So if you, if you Paul, if you, Dean, are, are, are a citizen of an evil country that oppresses everyone other than the elite white rich people why should you fight for them why fight for the corporatocracy that's ruling our which actually there's truth in that 
Why fight for them? No, yeah. it's about time someone comes in and we have a little change and make things fair for everyone. That's what they believe. So they will not fight. And Okay, so this is going to be a little bit lengthy. I'll try to wrap it up as fast as I can. But if people don't think that we're in a war right now... They're not going to fight. No, but yeah. th- we're in a war right now, and I'm going to prove it. Yeah. Okay? So these are the wars in America. America Re- American Revolution, 1775 to 1783. War of 1812, 1812 to 1850. Indian Wars, 1817 to 1898. Mexican War, 1846 to 1848. Civil War, 1861 to 1802. World War II, 1917 to 1991. This is a brand new type of warfare where we don't use bullets or guns or bombs or missiles. We don't use that kind of... Because the goal... What's the goal of war? To subdue the enemy, but, right? But my point is, I, I understand what you're saying, and they are doing a subconscious war on us right now, but that war will turn into bullets. It will. Once, once they have felt that they have achieved the weakness that they're looking for, yes. they will come in with a hot war. Correct. That's true. If they have to. And, but, but if they manage to, so what do they just ban? Uh, these uh, uh, braces, yep. pistol braces? Yep. And next we're going to ban something else. The Fire AR-15s. Gun. They've been after the AR-15 for, since Clinton was in office, since before Clinton. Clinton did ban them, yeah. right? He, yeah, the automatic for, rifle, for right? <clears throat> the AR, that's, the, no, AR stands for assault rifle. Oh, I, yeah. I think both are wrong. Actually, stands for Armalite. Yeah. It's the company that made it. <laughs> but, oh, so it's not automatic or... Rifle or, or assault rifle? Or, or, oh, jeez. Well, I've been wrong this whole time. Well, I thought I got this really cool gun, too. Don't ask me. Ask, <laughs> ask any Democrat, and they'll tell you it stands for assault rifle or automatic rifle. Right? <laughs> the ones that spray bullets across the room. Pull the trigger, and it just sprays the bullets across the room. We're down to our last few minutes, last couple of points before we wrap up for the day. Well, eh, the, we got plenty of time. The, 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 the point is that we're in big trouble, yeah. and we better figure it out. And every, every person can make a difference. I'm going to give a quick example. Uh, I was much more dedicated to this 20 years ago than I have been in the last several years. But, uh, but that dedication is changing again. I'm really going back to And I do. I always look. And if I go, oh, made in China. Oh, made in Vietnam. Hmm. I'll buy this one. Made in China, made in Mexico. I'll buy this one. Made in China, made okay. in England. Okay. Oh, I, I do have a, a question for you though. So this is one that I'll that, finish my that, that we can ponder on maybe for the next show. But with the way that America has been acting, with you know the whole trans movement, the LGBTQs, the political left and right, like everybody's fighting with each other. 
um, you know, the, the BLM riots, like all this stuff that's going on. Do you think maybe we'd be better off with the way that China does it? You mean just because killing we're, and jailing their enemies at will? Well, I mean, it's just like America is just getting out of control. Um, <clears throat> why is America getting out of control? China. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> you got it. Bingo. Bing. Give that man a cigar. Many All right. That's exactly, that's, that's, exactly, that's exactly it. I want to just make this quick point. Years ago, 20 years ago, <clears throat> I had, uh, you know, our film production company was 20 years ago. Everything was, v, it was still VHS, right? People did, they, when we, we made a, a video for a company, whether it's for their product or a service or whatever, uh, we delivered it. <clears throat> excuse me. <clears throat> I need more water. No, yeah, I'm fine. We delivered it on VHS, right? So they'd order 50 tapes, 100 tapes, 500 tapes, 5,000 tapes. We've had all those different orders. And, and sometimes we'd get stuff from a client that was on VHS tape or something, whatever. Anyway, the point is, uh, and we mastered everything on Betacam, which is half-inch tape. That's half-inch broadcast tape. VHS is half-inch tape. Um, there was also uh, SVHS, for, which is super VHS, a little better quality than standard VHS. And at some point, we had uh, an issue with tapes that would break, and we needed to be able to repair this half-inch tape. So I, I pulled out my catalog, because I didn't go online, pulled out my catalog, and I looked to see what was available from the company that I purchased my uh, professional supplies from. And they had, there was this little cheap $20 plastic half-inch tape repair kit, 20 bucks. Where's it made? Made in China. Oh, 20 bucks. Ah, I could afford that. That'd be easy. Because the job I was working on, anyway. Then there's this other one. I go, I don't want to buy something made in China, though I really actively looked for things that were not made in China. So I found another tape repair system that was made in the U.S. $89.95. is a lot more than $20. Big difference. It's a big difference. It's not twice as expensive. It's not three times as expensive. It's not four. It's four and a half times more money. Especially in 19, what, 38? 1938. Uh, so So I had a decision to make, right? I can save some money. And get the cheap one made in China. I'm sure it'll work. Uh, or I can say, no, I'm not sending my money to China. I'm going to send it to a company that, right here in the U.S. And it seemed like a poor decision at the time. But I went ahead and I bought the American-made thing. Uh, it was made from solid wood. I mean, solid wood. With a, uh, an aluminum, extruded aluminum splicing block. The, the, the channel that you put the tape in to splice it in. That's, that's aluminum. Um, the rest of it, the, the, there's another plate that you use to, to unlock the tape that's also aluminum with nylon wheels. And I mean, the whole thing, very, very well made, very well made. That was 20 years ago. <clears throat> now I have a company uh, called Midwest Duplication Services where we transfer people's videotapes, you know, their old VHS tapes, VHSC tapes, 8mm tapes, to DVD or USB, all their old family movies. The number of tapes that either are broken when they come in or they're broken when they come in <laughs> uh, 
is, uh, I mean, dozens. We, I've repaired dozens. I've personally repaired dozens of VHS tapes using this American-made, I think MVI was the company. I don't think they're in business anymore. Uh, using this American-made product, it has more than paid for itself. I mean, I, we only charge $12 to repair a tape, but more than paid for itself, and it's still going. I'm thinking, it, what if I would have bought that cheap plastic $20 Chinese thing? Twenty. I guarantee it would not be working today. It would have been thrown out long ago because it would have been broken and I would have repaired it, and then it would have broken again, and I would have repaired it, and then it would be at some point beyond repair. You know, and so you bring up uh, uh, something that uh, I know you will. Uh, we'll wrap it up here soon, we'll wrap Dean. Um, but so when you talk about that, because I believe in buying quality too. Yeah. You know, and buying American is really yes. important. And so, you know, that's why people say small businesses matter. And, you know, you look at Grand Forks as a perfect example. Now, so let's say that I could go over to Raptor PCS. And I can buy a computer from them that they built. And it, it's going to cost three times more than going to Walmart and buying one. But, oh, yeah. Wal- but Walmart's going to sell me on a, a four-year protection plan. Right. Which, oh, well, that, be- that, that, that sounds great. Four-year protection. If anything happens, I can go get it fixed. Until you actually try to get on the phone with somebody <laughs> right. to get it fixed. Right. Or have somebody even know what the heck they're even talking about. Yeah. Or even if they speak English. Right. So and then where I, do you send it? So I think it's a lot more productive to just spend the extra money and just go to the guy down the street. Right. Exactly. Thank you. Yeah, right. Yeah, buy local and buy American. Yeah. I mean, it's that simple. And will you spend more money? Yeah, you will up front. But guess what? In the long run, it'll pay for itself in two ways. Oh, and not, One, not because, that, you're, but- because you're supporting a local business or you're buying American, and two, you're not supporting your enemy. You're not sending money to the one who's trying to destroy you and kill you and your children. I have a perfect example of this. So right now um, we're dealing with this, and it's super frustrating. My wife got rear-ended in our brand-new Toyota van. Mm. Okay? We waited like six months just to get the van because you couldn't get any vehicles, and now it's undrivable because it got rear-ended. And, and Toyotas are good. They make good vehicles. They, they and they're not made in China. No, but my point is, if that were an American car, we would probably have it fixed. But we're, kind of, we're probably going to be in a rental car for a few months because they can't get the parts to fix it. And was, wow. which, yeah, there was a big shortage like, on this specific part because it was it there was like some you, big switchover or something like that. Well, no, I mean, yeah. you were waiting six months just to get a vehicle. How do you think you're going to get parts to fix one. Yeah, because it's just new on the market. And- yeah, and, it, and it's coming from overseas. Now, if that had been an American-made product, you could probably got the parts next week. Yeah, you know what's really ironic about that, and, and I haven't looked into this in the last couple of years, probably the last three years, well, since COVID started, but it used to be, um, I mean, for years, <clears throat> we drove Toyotas. Toyotas had more vehicles made in the U.S. than General Motors or Ford. I went, what? Yeah. They've got American plants that are where they make the Toyotas, two Toyota specs in the United States. Maybe that one, maybe the van isn't made here. I don't know where it's made, but it's... But I, when a company actually like China, or excuse me, Japan, which is not an enemy of the United States, in fact, China would love to take over Japan. Mm-hmm. Um when they set up a manufacturing facility here in our country, 
that's a good thing because that employs American workers. Now, I wouldn't want China to set up a, obviously I was against Fufeng from the very beginning. Uh, I wouldn't want them to set up a company here because that, those proceeds and then they use it the, everything it's that amazing that Japan is our friend. Everything. <laughs> <laughs> we almost blew them off no, the right. freaking earth. No kidding. <laughs> yeah. Right. So Talk about a big warm they, hug afterward. They, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the point is buy, yeah, buy local, buy American. Um, we will be investing in our country when we do that. And that's, I think, the best reason to do it. Because you invest in your own country instead of sending money and resources to the enemy that's trying to destroy you. You're not just investing in that company. You're also investing in your neighbor. David, Paul, right. I'm yeah. afraid we're out of time. Any final words before we wrap up? Uh, yeah, buy local, buy American. Yep. And beat China. <laughs> we can, we can, by the way, that's, that's my final word. We still can win this war if enough Americans recognize what's happening and are willing to pay a little price... To, to fight back and say I'm not buying American, uh, I'm not buying Chinese anymore. You know, as a as a as a cinematographer, my lights are really important, and I love Fresnel lights. And the the lights that I have, most of them are. are uh, I love Mole Richardson. Airy is good too. Airy Airflex is a, a German company. Mole Richardson is an American company. They're based out of Hollywood. Um, but now LEDs are the are the new you know they're the new thing even in professional lighting and. Um, Almost all the LEDs on the market, with the exception of some by, made by Mole Richardson, and they're start at several, you know, a couple thousand dollars a piece. Um, all the affordable LED lights are made in China, except one company, Rotolite. Rotolite uh, is a British company. They're made, they're they're designed in England, and they're manufactured in England. They're the sole exception. So they're they are the exception. So I buy my lights from Rotolite. Nice. And at some point, I'm sure I'll have a mole. I'm waiting for their specs to get a little bit better, the Mole Richardson Fresnel LED lights, because I really like Mole Richardson. But no, buy, don't buy from China. That's the point. If, you, if there's any other way, if there's anything... Look, if you need an outlet for your house to replace an outlet, and you look, and they're all made in China, you don't have any choice. But a lot of them are now made in Mexico. So look, at, read the labels. Don't buy things made in China. That's there it. you go. And that wraps up today's episode of The Great Reset. Thanks, Dean. Thank you, David. Unrestricted warfare. <laughs> Thank you for the discussion today. We wish John the very best. He'll be back in the host chair next week. And thanks to producer Paul. And thanks again to today's sponsors, Executive Properties, Churchill Shoes, and Oh for Heaven's Cakes. Coming up at 1 p.m. is the debut episode of Next Level Occupational Therapy with Kara Welke. Tune in tomorrow at 11 a.m. on GFBS for our interview with the folks at Intimidator Polish. Remember to like, share, tag, and follow GFBS and hit that notification bell to get the alerts for whenever we go live. Also, help support GFBS by hitting that donate link on top of the GFBestSource.com website. Remember, the Grand Cities are a wonderful place. Grand Fork's Best Source is giving them an identity again. 